Welcome, dear friends, once again to our bi-weekly podcast, where we want to take time to quiet ourselves in the presence of God, to reflect on His holy word, to listen to His still, small voice, and to invite Him to minister to us in whatever ways that we need. As I mentioned last time, the structure of these podcasts is simple. We want to begin with this, with a psalm or, or a portion of a psalm. I'll then offer a short reflection on the psalm, posing a few questions for you to consider. You'll then be invited into 10 minutes of silence in the presence of God. And then we'll end with the Lord's Prayer. As I mentioned last time, I am encouraging everyone, as much as you are able, to participate in these meditations outside, or at least by a window, to get away from the screens that we're so constantly on these days, and to be attentive to God in the beauty of His creation. If 10 minutes of silence is too long or too short for you, please feel free to to pause or speed up the podcast as you see fit. You can see at the bottom of the notes where the time of silence ends, so you can use that to make any adjustments that you want. But I will say that I intentionally chose a preset time of 10 minutes so that you wouldn't have to worry about setting a timer or thinking about the time. I simply want you to enter into this time of silence, seeking to be attentive to God and nothing else. So with that, let's begin. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son, today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron, and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath is kindled quickly. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. This psalm reminds us of three important truths. One, that all of humanity has the tendency to rage and plot and seek control, to try to usurp God's authority and rule in His place. We'll have moments when we think we know best, when we want control, or when we try to take charge of our own lives and the lives of the people around us, thinking that we can do a better job than God. Second, this psalm also reminds us of the severity of continuing to try to usurp God's authority. 
Because when we rage and plot and seek control, we burst the bonds of the people around us. We destroy the bonds of love. We separate people. We make people competitors rather than community. When we seek to usurp God's authority and take control, we damage and harm and separate people. And there are severe consequences to that because all of this matters. God is constantly working to destroy the dividing walls of hostility that we put up between ourselves. There are consequences to working against the good intentions and good purposes of God. Therefore, this psalm provides us a stark warning. And then third, this psalm also reveals the fact that God does not leave us in this mess. He doesn't stand far off at a distance in condemnation. He does condemn sin and destruction, but he enters into the midst of it with us in the person of Jesus Christ, his very own son, in order to set things right. I have set my son on Zion, my holy hill. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. God sees the brokenness and the destruction that we cause. He calls it what it is. He calls it sin. But then he enters into the midst of it in order to bring about salvation. He comes so that we can find our refuge, our safe harbor in him. No longer are we forced to grab and grasp and seek only to try to protect ourselves, regardless of the pain and harm that we do to other people. Now, through the one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, we can experience the safety and the refuge that we have always sought. Kiss the Son, the psalm says, lest he be angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath is kindled quickly. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. As you reflect upon this psalm, are there certain ways that you are seeking to plot and control things in your own life? Are there certain areas that you are grasping for control? Are there certain aspects of this pandemic that are bringing that desire out even more, that desire for control? certain people or situations that are making you feel like you need to take control. Are there certain aspects of this pandemic that are causing you to realize how limited your control actually is and is that causing you or inviting you to trust God more? Are 
Are there specific ways that you've been hearing God's gracious invitation to kiss the sun, to be drawn more closely to Jesus during this time of the pandemic? Are there certain ways that you are clearly hearing God's invitation to take refuge in Him? Are there certain things that you're particularly scared of right now? Are there certain things that you're particularly worried about at this moment? Are there certain things that you're angry about or disappointed with right now? Do you hear Jesus inviting you to take refuge in him, to allow him to be the safe harbor for you during this time? Are there any specific things that you need to entrust to God right now? As you enter into this time of silence, I would invite you to bring those questions before God, to invite him to speak to your heart exactly where you are at this moment. As we begin this time of silence, I would invite you to take a few deep breaths, to quiet your heart in God's presence, and to invite him to speak to you now.
As this time of silence comes to a close, I would invite you to take another few deep breaths, to thank God for whatever ways that he has been speaking to you during this time, and to join me in praying the prayer that our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. 